Welcome to episode number 21 of Strengthening the Brethren podcast. I'm your host, Michael Larson. Today I'm going to share a devotion, which you can find on my website along with other devotions. The link to my website will be in the show notes along with other links. Before I get into the devotion, I'd like to tell you about Patriot Mobile. They are not a sponsor of this podcast. I am just a customer of theirs, and I'm very well pleased with them. They are the only Christian conservative phone carrier whose mission is to defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms. Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every dollar earned to support organizations that fight for First Amendment religious freedom and freedom of speech, Second Amendment right to bear arms, sanctity of life, and the needs of our veterans and first responders. Now you can partner with a phone carrier that shares your values. Go over to patriotmobile.com or call 972-PATRIOT and let them know that Michael Larson referred you. You'll need to give them my phone number, which you can find in the show notes. Patriot Mobile also has a membership where you can obtain free prescription medication. Learn more about Patriot Mobile at patriotmobile.com. This devotion is entitled, How Can I Fear? 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1-10, through 10, the Bible says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dearly beloved Son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois, and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee, by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. In our text, it seems that Timothy was afraid of something. Second Timothy is known as the swan song of Paul. Paul is about to face his executioners for preaching the gospel. It could be that after Paul's departure, Timothy wondered what would happen to him. The Bible doesn't tell us for sure. But Paul exhorted Timothy to stir up the gift of God that was given to him. He also reminded Timothy of other things that God had given to him and has bestowed upon every child of God. We all become fearful at times, so we too need to be reminded of some things. The word fear in our text means servitude or bondage, a timorous and servile spirit. This is the only place where this kind of fear is used in the New Testament. So whenever we have this kind of fear, we put ourselves into bondage. Because of this, we disable ourselves from being able to witness to people. We are scared of the possibility of someone slamming the door in our face or facing some form of persecution. God did not give us the spirit of fear. God has given us the spirit, if you will, of power. That is the power to encounter foes and dangers, to work miracles, to confound enemies, to support or bear us up in trials, and enable us to do that which is lawful and right in God's sight. It is the power to triumph in persecutions. It is the nature of the gospel to inspire the mind with holy courage, it is a spirit of bravery which enables one to face oppositions and come off as a conqueror in God's peculiar appointed way. We need God's power to minister to people. Without God's power, we will likely act out in the flesh rather than in the spirit and end up saying the wrong things. When witnessing to lost loved ones especially, you want to have God's power upon you. 
You don't get too many chances with them. Once you offend your family members, that could be the last time they ever talk to you. It's very important to go in God's power. The second spirit that God has given us is love. This is agape love. It is the unconditional, sacrificial love that Christ displayed when he came to earth and became sin for us and died for our sins. This is the kind of love we read about in 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. This kind of love enables us to hear, believe, hope, and endure all things and is the incentive to all obedience. It is the love to God in all men. Nothing will do more to inspire courage, to make a man fearless of danger, or ready to endure privation and persecution than love. The love of country and wife and children and home makes the timidest bold when they are assailed, and the love of Christ and a dying world nerves the soul to great enterprises and sustains the deepest sorrows. This love enables us to adhere to Christ and cling to his word even unto death. That reminds me of Philippians 2, where it says that Jesus was obedient to death, even the death of the cross. It's the kind of love that constrains us. 2 Corinthians 5.14 The last spirit that God has given us is that of a sound mind, that is temperance or self-control. Why, that's a piece of the fruit of the spirit, just like love is. A sound mind gives us a clear understanding, a sound judgment, a rectified will, holy passions, heavenly tempers, the whole soul harmonized in all its powers and faculties and completely regulated and influenced to think, speak, and act aright in all things. To have a sound mind means to be sober-minded. It is a mind that can comprehend God's ways and means to a sufficient extent for the certainty of God's fixed deliverance to become fixed as a basis of self-government and moderation in the face of the deepest affliction, a mind that will not faint. When I come to the phrase, a sound mind, I think of the maniac of Gadara. When Christ came into his life, the maniac was found sitting, clothed, and in his right mind. Mark 5:15. He was a restless man, but he was sitting still. He was naked, but now he was clothed. He was possessed with demons, but now he was in his right mind. He had a sound mind. When we were saved, we too were sitting, clothed, and of a right mind. When we got saved, all things became new. It's interesting to note that in the latter part of Mark 5.15, we find that the people that came up from the city were afraid of this sight, and they begged Jesus to get out of town. It seems they had grown accustomed to who this man was. Then they were upset because he wasn't a maniac anymore. How much more backward can people be? This begs the question, have we as Christians grown accustomed to the lost people around us? We are too afraid even to hand them a gospel tract. I'd be more afraid of having the thought of them sitting in hell, wailing, weeping, and gnashing their teeth, wondering why we didn't bother telling them of the blessed hope, that is, the Lord Jesus Christ, that could have saved their souls from their sins, but are now in a Christless hell. Let it not be said of us that we didn't care for someone's soul. Let's put off fear. 1 John 4.18 says that perfect love casts out fear. If you have perfect love, then the spirit of fear will be thrown out. It doesn't belong inside of you. What does belong inside of you are the spirits of power, love, and a sound mind. We have the truth. That truth gives us boldness. Time is running out. The Lord will not tarry forever. So let's get busy, Christian. When shadows fall and the night covers all, there are things that my eyes cannot see. 
I never fear, for the Savior is near. My Lord abides with me. How can I fear, Jesus is near. He ever watches over me. Worries all cease, he gives me peace. How can I fear with Jesus? When I'm alone and I face the unknown, and I fear what the future may be, I can depend on the strength of my friend. He walks along with me. How can I fear Jesus is near? He ever watches over me. Worries all cease, he gives me peace. How can I fear with Jesus? Jesus is king, he controls everything. He is with me each night and each day. I trust my soul to the Savior's control. He drives all fear away. How can I fear Jesus is near? He ever watches over me. Worries all cease, he gives me peace. How can I fear with Jesus? Thank you for listening to Strengthening the Brethren podcast. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you are listening via Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please give a five-star rating and review. Lastly, share with your friends so that they too can be encouraged and think upon the topics that come up on this podcast. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or anything else for me, you can contact me through my website at www.refreshingodsword.com or you may email me at stbpodcastkjv at gmail.com. Have a blessed day. <music>